Welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Alyssa. And welcome to episode 2.2. 2.2. This is like a redo of 2.1 because of how messed up 2.1 was. So welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in again with us. We're really excited about today's episode. It should be a ton of fun. We have a very special guest with us. And without further ado, we will get right to it. Sabrina, would you like to intro her? Yes, I would. Of course you would. Go right ahead. Oh my gosh, I'm bringing on my girl. She's been my friend for, I think, oh my God, it's been like 10 plus years. This girl's been in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Families are super close. She is a brand new mama. She is. Just had a baby boy in September. Please welcome Nicole Purington. Woo, 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 woo. Welcome to the show. (laughs) What's going on? We're excited you're here today. Thank you for joining us. We're really excited to have this discussion. It's been something we've talked about so many times, but we've never had on like a new mom to talk about stuff with. Yeah. Well, I feel like you guys, um, you you don't see like the opposite side of it. Like you don't see. No. The people of like those of us like that are our age that are actually like mothers and wives and all of that stuff. (laughs) And I love it. Like I love that you do have a kid. He's beautiful. He's so beautiful. I've seen all the pictures. Just the absolute cutest. Thanks. I make cute babies. (laughs) You guys did make a cute baby. (laughs) And that's coming from someone who doesn't like babies, but he's really cute. Oh my god. He's so cute. <laughs> like you know when you just see a cute baby you're like, "Damn, that's a cute baby." My husband actually um was like showing pictures of him to he works at a leasing office and he was showing pictures of him to like his residents and some other people. Um and this one lady was like, "Stefan, you know that if I see a picture of a baby and it's not that cute, I just compliment its clothes." <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel, I feel that like on a, a spiritual level. I feel that on a spiritual level because I've done that before. That is true. <laughs> I have seen some ugly babies. Well, Nikki, yeah. you have a very cute baby. And for those of you who haven't figured out what we're talking about today, it is motherhood. Motherhood. Um. So first off, Nikki, how are you? How are you doing? What does life feel like now? Like, let's focus on you, boo. Um, I'm pretty good. I'm definitely adjusted. My whole life, my whole schedule literally just revolves around him. So <laughs> I mean, I can imagine he's how many weeks old now? Because he was born in September. Um, he was seven weeks old on Thursday, this past wow. Thursday. He's a newborn, wow. newborn. He's a baby, yeah, he's baby. A baby. He's almost two months. Does life feel like vastly different now? Um, in some ways more than others. It's definitely, like, I'm trying to really just incorporate him into, like, the things mm-hmm. that Stefan and I really liked to do before. Mm-hmm. So just kind of, like, things that we did, but now we yeah. just have a baby. And it just means that, like, it takes twice as long to get out of the house. And yeah, I, I have imagine. to stop what I'm doing whenever he wants to eat. And, it, yeah. like, just, we can do what we want to do. It's just on his schedule, really. Right now it's just, like, a little adjusted. It's a little different. Pretty much, Yeah. He controls the household. He does control the household. Oh, Oh, he really does. It's his household now. (laughs) Babies take charge. Literally. forewarned. (laughs) Now, when did you know that you wanted to become a mom? Like, was there a moment you were like, I'm ready? Or did it just kind of like happen? You're like, all right, this is the next step type of thing. 
oh my god you're never ready like you can prepare yourself <laughs> oh. you can read all the books oh my god everything you can be married in a million dollar home and still not be ready like it, there's nothing that, that can prepare you I love that answer because I've heard from some of the people they're like, I saw this baby on the street just swaddled in a little, a little basket. And that was the moment I knew. So I love that you gave us that answer because that (laughs) is what I feel like it is spiritually. Now, but Nikki, you, you kind of knew when you wanted, when you like wanted to have your baby, not exactly saying that you were feeling ready, but I just remember I was talking with you about it, kind of asking you when you were thinking about starting a family. Mm-hmm. And I guess what what exactly guided your decision to just like want to start? Um, well, we had been married for a little over a year, and Stefan told me um, a few years ago, like I think it was right after we got engaged, he said that I'm quote unquote popping out a baby by our two year anniversary, even if it looks like a potato. Ah, oh my god. Wow, he was on a mission. That's aggressive. (laughs) Jesus, Stefan. Wow, Stefan. Oh, my God. We have some Um, choice words. We We had gotten into a new, uh, like, townhome here in Mm -hmm. Columbus, and we were just, like, financially, like, comfortable enough, and I had gotten on the right insurance, which that was a huge part of it. I'm sure. Him being able, like my future baby being able to be covered by insurance like and that's one of the things that people yeah. don't think about and no. they're just like i want to have a baby i have a house i have a car like yeah i have somebody else to help me make it right exactly <laughs> but people like, don't think about yeah. that aspect of it you need money you need health insurance you need a good doctor you yep. need to be in like a good area it just I mean, like, people can have babies on accident all the time. Like, it happens. Girl, you but- are thinking logically. And I love this because so many people don't. They they completely avoid everything that you're talking about. Like, thinking about those extra factors that will eventually impact you at some point in some way. Yeah. And, it like, we just kind of felt like the time was right. Actually, we started trying earlier than we thought we were going to. Um <laughs> because it was the way that um I, I didn't mention that my husband's name is Stefan just so the <laughs> listeners know but <laughs> um the way that like Stefan's pay structure works um we wanted to wait until he had like a bonus at a certain time of the year that makes before sense. we had started trying so that we could have like a little extra money yeah. because he could take time off and Totally. Everything. And again, another one of those logic things. But he, (laughs) like, this time last year, or, like, before this time last year, like, last summer, I kept talking to him. We were driving a lot. Like, we were going Mm -hmm. back and forth from my hometown to Columbus. And um, every single car ride, I would bring up this list of baby names. And I'd be like, when do you want to have a baby? Do you like this name? Do you like that name? Oh, my God. I love that. He kept saying, I want to have a fall baby. I want to have a fall baby. And I was like, all right, fine. We'll wait. We'll wait until the new year to start trying. And we had just booked tickets to go to Iceland in December. Um, so we we did that. We went to Iceland and everything. Oh it was amazing. God. But a few months before we went to Iceland, he came home from work. It was like August. And he previously had said that he wanted a fall baby like next year because he was a little like apprehensive about like making sure we had enough money and making sure right. we get time off at the right time. Right. 
um, and so that he wasn't in like the busy season this. for work. Mm-hmm. But he just like came home one day and practically jumped me. And oh my he- god! <laughs> I had a talk with my boss, <laughs> and she reassured me so much. And I'm ready, and let's start trying to have a baby. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Oh my god! He was ready. Sorry, to am I allowed to baby? Swear? Yes, you are. Of course, allowed to swear. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Stop he it. jumped your bones. Man. Yeah, literally, like, came home, and I was like, um, ah! I'm on the couch watching TV, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess this is happening here, how? Wow. Wow, Stefan. Wow, so you guys got to work. I mean. We did, but it took a while. <laughs> like, it took us about five months before we actually got pregnant. Honestly, in the grand scheme of that, like, I've heard some stories of people trying to get pregnant for, like, years. Yeah, I've like, heard a few years. That's a decent, like. Wow. So I, I I remember I went home for Christmas last year and it was right after Nikki's trip. And I remember we were at the we were at the Olive Garden and I like <laughs> the Olive Garden. And I and I was asking her, I was like, Nikki, like, you know, are are you like pregnant? Like, are you gonna announce it? Like what what's going on here? Because I didn't get a glass of wine at dinner. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You should have just got one and then given it to them. But I didn't know if I was pregnant or not no, at that time. That. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> so okay. That I wasn't the drinking. moment. So yeah. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta tell us the story because I, I yeah, really we, I like I the am story. On the edge of my seat how, to hear the story. How did you find out you were pregnant? Oh, it's actually a really funny story. <laughs> okay, so um, we our friends that we had actually gone to Iceland with were together at the time, and she was planning a big birthday party for him because his birthday was in December. Mm-hmm. And so we planned it for new year's Eve. Um, so we had this like big banger of a birthday party. We ordered like 400 chicken nuggets from Chick-fil-A. Oh and, like, my God. We had all the alcohol. It was amazing. Chick-fil-A. And I didn't drink. And I was just like going, I was with um, my friend, her name's Alina. We were going to Walmart to like get some last minute party supplies. Walmart. And I just felt like garbage. And I knew because I had like an ovulation, like a period tracker app that I knew that I was supposed to start my period like the next day, which was New Year's Day. I was literally supposed to start on New Year's Day. Oh my and God. And I just felt like to me, I like felt it in my bones that I was going to start my period. And I was bummed out because I pretty sure like I was sure I was going to start my period and I had all of those symptoms. Like I just felt shitty and yeah, yeah, yeah. like tired and my boobs hurt and like you know, like you know. <laughs> you know that you know that feeling. Like that feeling is rough. Yeah. And so Alina was like, What can I do to make you feel better? Like, you know, I'm sorry you feel crappy and it's New Year's Eve and we're trying to party and I was like whatever so we just went to walmart i bought an entire cake because i was like fuck it, oh. i want cake <laughs> <laughs> i want cake and she said <laughs> looking back on it she's like that's when i knew you were pregnant oh my god that was the sign <laughs> you bought a whole damn cake yeah so we celebrated um her boyfriend's birthday and we had this big party and i went home stefan stayed because he was like really drunk and I Ubered home at two o'clock in the morning um, because we had dogs at home and I had to like go take care of them. Like somebody right, had right, to go right. home to them. So I was like super sober, just Ubering home with this random dude. And oh my God. <laughs> I get home, I go to bed. Probably it's like four in the morning by the time I go to bed. Um, and I wake up just 
not from an alarm, not from anything. Like I woke up at like eight o'clock in the morning and what they say with like taking a pregnancy test is you're supposed to take it with your first morning pee. Right. Um, because that's when the most hormones are in there. Right. And I woke up and I was like, Oh, I'm not on my period yet. I guess I can take a test. Like how funny would it be if I found out I was pregnant on new year's day and I'm sitting there. <laughs> so the test that I have, they're these little strips, right? So you mm-hmm. have to pee in a cup and you have to dip. I'm just going to be like, so real. You have to dip Please the strips real. in a little cup of pee. Oh so my I God. did that <laughs> and I sat there and I stared at it and I was like, Oh my God, wait, is that a line? Like, cause they're cheap. They were cheap ass like strips. <laughs> and I had like good pregnancy tests. Cause those right, are expensive. Right. Yeah. Those things are really expensive. And I couldn't tell if I saw a line or not. And I was texting um, one of my good friends who's actually a doula, which is like a birth coach. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, Megan, tell me you see a line. Tell me you see a line. And she was texting me back. She was like, I don't know. I think so. I think so. So I got out the good test. I got out the I first out response. The good test. <laughs> I got out the digital and I dipped them and I sat there and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I just I was literally like sobbing in my bathroom. Meanwhile, Stefan's like sleeping off his hangover. Like he has no idea. <laughs> he has no idea any of this is happening. Yeah. So out. <laughs> Once I process it a little bit, I like get dressed and I call him and he was like, Oh, what's going on? It's so early. It was like maybe nine o'clock. <laughs> it's so and early. I was like, you need to come home right now. <laughs> oh my god. And I didn't tell him why. <laughs> um and so he was like, okay, yeah, I'll get home. I'm just going to pick you up and bring you back because we're going to make breakfast. And I was like, all right, that's fine. But you need to come home right now. Like you just need to come home so I can tell you that I'm preggers. Mm-hmm. Basically. So he just, he moseys on home. I'm like getting all my shit together. I'm about to make a cute ass video. Like I'm going to tell him it's going to be really cute. I'm going to show him the pregnancy test. And I'm like sitting on the couch waiting for him to get home. And I call him. And we have these, we have this app where we can track each other. I call him and I see he's at the grocery store and I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, what kind of bacon should I get? And I was like, I don't fucking care. You need to come home. (laughs) (laughs) He thought he was in trouble. Like he thought I was pissed at him. (laughs) Oh my God. No, you just want to. But he came home and I showed him and he cried and I cried. It was really cute. Oh, that is so (laughs) cute. I remember, um, Nikki, when you were going to tell me. Uh, that you were pregnant and I just knew I knew because how how Nikki went about it she texted me she's like hey I need your opinion on something and I thought it was so strange so I was like this bitch has never asked for my advice on like anything ever like <laughs> something is going really on <laughs> and she's like she's like yeah I'm gonna face him you know I was like this bitch is gonna tell me that she's pregnant I know it I know it I know it and what does she do she tells me that she's pregnant she well she she showed me a picture of her sonogram so I was like oh shit it's really real it's really really like real. there there's a human growing inside of her um Ooh. Nikki tell me now once you found out that you were pregnant like what did was there anything that you did to like prepare for like all the parts of pregnancy? Cause yeah, did you read the books? Did you read the books? Like, what? what <laughs> yeah, happened to I read for this. I read some books. Um, is it as for, scary as they like, make it out to be? What is it as scary as they make it out to be? Oh yeah, it's fucking terrifying. Oh, this is not like good you're for my growing human, and you're responsible to make sure that it stays alive and like 
doesn't I, die. Wow, <laughs> like, yeah, when you put it from that perspective. Damn. <laughs> I mean, that's right. Like, you never know, like, what type of food is going to be the best and what's not going to be the best. Like, and all the cravings. You, know, My mom said when she was pregnant that all she ever craved was, like, a club sandwich, like, 24-7. Did you have, like, weird cravings? Um. So, I – all I wanted, like – for like craving wise all i wanted was like sweets like i wanted sugar and chocolate all the time and just like that's dessert a good craving <laughs> that's like, a good craving over. to have um but so my first trimester um a lot of people say that they like get sick like morning sickness mm-hmm. um which, which is actually not really accurately named it's like all day sickness like you just feel like garbage oh all day long oh my god awesome um, solid <laughs> And it's, making... it's different for everybody. Like, I didn't throw up. Like, some people throw up all day long. But I didn't. It was more so, like, I did get nauseous. But it right. if I kept food in my stomach, I was okay. But I had no appetite. Like, I just the idea of eating food in general Damn. was utterly repulsive to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I have heard of that. One of the only that, things like, thing. that didn't sound disgusting was Cheddar Bay Biscuits. What? <laughs> From my lobster. So that's like all I ate for like Cheddar Bay biscuits. Oh my god. What a <laughs> what a way to have to the... one thing at only. Yeah, pretty much. Oh my god. Stefan would go to the Red Lobster down the street, which if you didn't know, you can buy a dozen Cheddar Bay biscuits for like three dollars from Red Lobster. Like you what? can get that to go. Yeah, I'm not kidding. This is life changing. <laughs> He would go after he would get home from work and he would go to Red Lobster and get it for me at like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> oh, my God. It, my their heart. kitchen was about to close and their the manager started like recognizing him. And he was like, what are you doing here? Why do you only get biscuits all the time? And he was like, my wife's pregnant. This is all she can eat right now. <laughs> and so he started giving him free biscuits. Every oh, time my he God. He got free biscuits. <laughs> so I got free Cheddar Bay biscuits like Damn. all the time. <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing. What a fucking story. <laughs> Jeez, that's so freaking cute. Red Lobster really helped fund your baby. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> I love Red Lobster. <laughs> were there like anything else that you thought you tried to do to like prepare for like giving birth? Like that's the thing. Did you take any of the classes? Yeah, we took a birthing class in like June. <gasps> Stop. At, like, I've at only the ever heard of horror that- stories. What? I've only ever heard of horror stories with these classes. Oh, no. It was really fun. Was it, like, actually helpful? Like, did you feel like you knew something coming out of it? Um, it it didn't, like, mentally prepare me to, like, be able to deal with the pain, I don't think. But I it was nice to know, like, the different stages of labor and, like, kind of what to expect. Because, I mean, you can't totally predict what's going to happen. No, you really but, can't. That's something you won't know what's going to happen yeah. until it happens. Like, oh my god, no, you won't. Literally, I I labored all day long. Jesus, and I like how I many like, hours were real? you in labor? I was in labor for almost twenty four hours. <sighs> oh, wow! No. But it wasn't like screaming in pain labor like the first like several hours of it just felt like period cramps except they would start and stop and start and stop and start and stop you ended up getting an epidural right yes Yes. (laughs) of course you have to get those kind of drugs when you're going through that pain that is rough 
That well, is some people do rough. it naturally, and I don't know how they do it. <gasps> they do. Uh, I know Listen, that's a thing. Like women water back in the day, women back in the day, I don't know how they did it. These women also too would have like Multiple. twelve children at a time. Like what? No, thank Good, you. Yeah. Oh my god, that's I don't a know concept how they did it. so foreign to me. So foreign. I mean, like it's hard to imagine it being in the most amount of pain you'll ever be in in your life, pretty much for for most women, but once you go through it and you like and you have him and he's there you're just like i would do it all again oh wow wow my heart that was so pure <laughs> that was so pure oh my god nikki is there is there That's something like in- me with a dog <laughs> yeah i know that feeling i know that doesn't compare <laughs> but like the level that I hold dogs to, that's a that's a whole thing. Oh, my God. Um, Nikki, now, is there anything about pregnancy that you didn't know about going into it that you're like, oh, this Ooh, is a yeah. thing? Um, yes, definitely. So I had something that it was kind of rare, and I did not know it was a thing, but it's called pups. And it's like this oh, – it's kind of gross. It's like this horrible, awful rash that you get on your belly, like – from mm-hmm. stretch marks. Mm, like so in stretch mark areas. Oh. Yeah. It literally felt like I had poison ivy all over my body. No. It was awful for like oh, the whole last month. That just month sounds of my painful pregnancy. and gross. Yeah, that was like not fun at all. Damn. And then something else that nobody tells you that like you, they can't prepare you for is that when you're in labor, you get, they call it the shakes. So what? you get the shakes. Yeah. <laughs> You literally start shivering. Like, stop. And it's, it's not because you're cold. It's not, it's literally a reaction to your hormones because your hormones, you're like estrogen and progesterone, oh they're God. at the highest levels they've ever been. And your body just like, oh, you just start like, shaking. I was shaking. Like, my teeth were chattering. I had no control over it for hours. Oh, my it God. It was so bizarre. And nobody could have prepared me for I've that. I've never heard like, of that oh from my anyone. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I am actually shook. I this am is actually terrifying. Shook. I was that shook. does sound <laughs> oh terrifying. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Oh, oh. That's a hard no. Listen, Nikki, I know you love your baby and all, but, man, I don't, I don't know how you did it. Honestly. I don't know how you did it. I would have resentment. I would have resentment. <laughs> That's just the person I am. There would be like, there would be just like a little like I had the shakes because of you. Like that. I mean, when he's a teenager and he's bitching me out because I grounded him or something, I'm gonna maybe resent it a little bit. But see, my parents used to say that to me, and sometimes they'd be like, "We went through." My mom would be like, "I went through all this pain." Yeah, and my mom had to be on bed rest for four months with me and have a C-section. That's awful. And then she also did that same thing again with my brother, but she was on bed rest with my brother for six months and had a C-section with him again. So she's had two C-sections. And so anytime we would ever act up, she'd be like, I had a C-section for nothing. Do you see oh this? God. She would like lift up her stomach and be like, do you see this scar on my tummy? She want to know how I got these scars. <laughs> Literally, would she want to know how I got these scars? Because of you two. And my brother and I would be like, well, you didn't have to have us. It was so bad. Oh, my God. So we didn't ask to be born. We did not, but but <laughs> yeah. When he's was... being a little shit, when he's like sixteen years old, I'll probably be like, I tore up, down, and sideways just to get you out. Like exactly. you better respect me. One hundred percent. Throw that all on him. Give him that to be like, I brought you into this world. I can take you right out. 
Oh, yeah, that my mom made that threat a lot. <laughs> right? Now you get to do the same. Yeah. Now you get to do the same. Um, well, now that he's been born, um, <laughs> what would you say? And, and this is just coming from a place of babies do a lot of really funny things. What would you say so far has been the funniest thing he's done? Oh, gosh. Um, sometimes he, like... Is he making noises right now? Yeah, sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Guys, we have a baby on the show. We've never had a baby on the show. <laughs> Hi, little buddy. <laughs> we have a keeping it together baby. Give me your little mascot. Can we get him a little onesie that says K-I-T? Which, can we wear it? Oh, sorry. He's mad. Oh, oh. it's okay, buddy. <laughs> um, I mean, like, sometimes, and they don't know what they're doing with their hands, but, like, Naturally. sometimes they'll just flip you off. It's really funny. <laughs> and he, you're right. He has no clue what he's doing. Oh, my God. Can yeah. you imagine a baby just flipping you off out of nowhere? Yeah. He has, he'll just Stop. lay there, and then all of a sudden, he'll just, he'll have his middle finger up. Oh, my God. Just like, hey, how you doing? How's it going? Wow. Oh, my God. That's too cute. Can we actually get him a onesie that says KIT on it? That would be, <laughs> that so, would be cute. so cute. <gasps> we could get one him of the definitely onesie. one of the funniest things he's done, and I posted a video of it on Facebook. Is um, like so now he like he likes to babble in the morning. Like he gets just he's just real happy. Like it's right after he wakes up and I feed him, and he's just like ready for his day. Um, and so he was he's doing that. He was laying in his crib, and um, he was just kind of we were having a little conversation, and um. I was trying to get a video to like send to my mom of mm-hmm. him like talking because it was so cute. And um, I was like, say good morning. And then there was this silence. And then he just ripped the biggest fart. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of talking, that's oh what I get. Oh, my God. That's amazing. He did say good morning. He um, tooted it right out. His own special way. Oh, my God. Babies, man. They do some weird things. Oh, they do. I feel Trust like me, I can't curse around There's a lot of bodily functions. Can he hear us? Yeah. Oh. Oh. He's basically on the show with us. Basically. He's basically a guest as well. He's basically a guest He's as well. Basically well, we are kind of talking about him, so. We are talking about him to a point, although we're talking about Mama more. We're talking about you. Yeah. So now now that you're a mom, Nikki, what are some things that you didn't know were like a thing? Uh when you like when you were getting ready for the baby and everything. Like I know one of the things you mentioned to me when I was visiting you was your sleep schedule. Yeah, definitely. Um I feel like sleep schedule is a thing that, like, always changes for everybody, but, it, like, in a different way. Yeah. Oh, it really does. And they go through, like, periods of, like, cognitive development. They're called, like, leaps. So he has a leap around, like, six weeks. He has another one around eight weeks and, like, 12 weeks. And it's just, like, a time where, like, everything is kind of developing all at the same time for them. And it's um, it can be, like, overwhelming. So they kind of get like sensory overload and they get, um, so that's why they get fussy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I never knew babies could have sensory overload just by being developed. Yeah. Pretty much just by like existing. Just by being there. (laughs) See, we don't, we don't know this, but we were baby once. 
We were, we, we were baby were, ones. We were babies but ones. We don't remember that. We don't stuff. remember. We don't which remember is crazy. that time. Yeah. So and now we have to remember it. But exactly. Yeah. Now we have to figure it out from like other babies. Like what's going on? It's basically backtracking to our own lives. Yeah, and I didn't know. Um, like literally, almost every baby gets fussy, particularly in the evening. Interesting. Is there any um, reasoning? No, and my doctor d- couldn't even tell me the reason. He was just like, yeah, um, they'll get fussy. They call it like the five to wine, like five to nine, but five to wine. Five um, to wine. <laughs> because they'll just like get more fussy in the evening time and then. um, I wonder if it's like a sensory overload thing, too, from going from like day to night. Yeah, like they're just Maybe. done for they're done for the day. And like when he was first born, he um he had his days and nights confused for a couple of days. So he was basically oh, no. like doctor. Yeah, that was hard, but we uh, we had to adjust it really fast. And the way that you do it is like Ooh. during the daytime, you keep like as much noise going as possible. You keep it super bright. So they know, like, it's daytime, it's time to be awake. Wow. This yeah. is so, so like, when he's interesting. Napping, this is a lot. Yeah, it's, like, it's a lot to think about. And when he's napping during the day, like, we, we're not quiet. We're not like, shh, don't wake the baby, you know, so that right, he right. can adjust and, like, figure out that day-night schedule himself, too. Interesting. That's a whole side you never hear about. It is. And there's like, there's a lot to like figure out and like, especially breastfeeding too. Like you're kind of extra connected to them. Right. Are you breastfeeding? Do you mind us asking? Yep. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, So you have to pump and stuff every now and then. Um, I don't really pump a lot. Like if I do, it's maybe once a day and it's just because, um, that's not too bad. yeah, if I do pump, it's at the end of the day, like, before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and if so, I don't wake up, like, engorged in the morning. How does that feel? <laughs> like, I'm just Boom. sitting here. feel like literal rocks. Oh, oh my God. And they're just, like, heavy. That's a crazy concept that we could produce milk. I'm sorry. I can't. That our what? body literally fills, with, fills up with fluid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is just... Mind that's blown. basically what it is yeah and i was like really scared at first that he wasn't gonna get enough that like i wasn't gonna produce enough for him um and then my milk like your milk doesn't come in right away when you give birth like so um sure when you're giving time. birth the actual like placenta detaching from the inside of you and coming out that is like the trigger that goes to your brain and says, Hey, the baby's out. It's time to make milk. And it takes a couple of days. What? But before that, you produce this like yellow liquid. It's called colostrum. And it's like liquid gold for babies. Like it has like stem what? cells and all kinds of shit in it. Yeah. This is so interesting. Oh my God. I'm like grasping my boobs. You can't see this, but like <laughs> they just hurt. Like it's sympathy pains. This is insane to me. I'm sorry. This, this is, is a just... whole new concept. They have like babies, uh, basically a super gold that comes out of yeah. your boobs first before the milk comes out. <laughs> Would you yeah, say? and then Would you my s- milk just like came in like randomly. I was like sitting down. My mom had stayed with in. me for like a week, and we were just like sitting in the evening watching a movie. Like he was taking a little nap. My mom was holding him, and I stood up. 
to like go get something from the kitchen and I realized that my shirt was soaked and I was like, oh, okay. oh my God, there was just milk there. <laughs> it's just, it's just coming it was out. Just like, yeah. I just like leaked everywhere and I was like, okay, I think my milk came in. Does that, is that like a common thing? Um, not anymore. If these are it's TMI, really- please let me know and I won't ask. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm just so intrigued. Um, it, it, you know, what is true is that, um, they say like when you when new mothers hear a baby cry, their boobs leak. That's true. What? Yeah, it's like an instinct response. I was gonna say, I wonder if that's like a physical reaction that we have to it, like that primal instinct almost. It is. Like if I hear him, like if he's crying, my boobs hurt. Wow. Like literally, that is like the response. It's like if I hear that's him crying, like my boobs it. hurt. Oh my god! And I like know that it's like time to feed him. Or even if I'm if I control. don't hear him crying and like like I went to get my hair done the other day and obviously like he wasn't there with me to for me to feed him. So right. like I had pumped beforehand and like left him with my parents so they could give him a bottle. Um and right around the time that I would have fed him, my boobs just like started hurting and they're like, Hey, it's mm. time to feed. <laughs> Oh my god. He actually does control everything. He literally he, he controls That's my bodily function. That's an insane concept. You know what also okay is an insane concept to me? What? Nikki, how does it feel to have to have created a life? Oh yes. To have something out in the world that has half of your DNA and half your husband's. Um it's like kind of scary because I have to make sure that he grows up to be a decent human being and like not a serial killer. <laughs> Oh, yeah. but, I mean, yeah, like you're responsible for that kid. It's like you created him. Like that is a piece of you. That is your piece given back to the world almost. Yeah. That's insane. like I'm, I'm responsible for making sure that like he has like morals. Morals. <laughs> that, that, that kid's going to grow up and he's going to look similar to you. There's going to be features. Yeah. You're going to be like, that's your dad. That's your mom. Oh, my God. I'm going to look at this kid and be like, oh, yep. Got that from Nikki. Oh yeah, I got he that from does. Stephen. He looks just like me. Like oh. I, my mom pulled up this picture of me when I was a newborn, and I put him side by side, and he literally looks exactly like I did oh when I was God. a baby. Wow. That's wow. insane. There's always like one kid who always looks more like their mom or more like their dad. He definitely right now we we think that he looks more like me. I think he definitely got Stefan's eyes though, but we won't know that because their eyes don't get their like full color until they're like seven to nine months old oh yeah they like change colors like multiple different times mm-hmm. they'll change they're it like until blue it sets... gray now yeah they'll change it until it sets in the right color yep that's an insane concept too that it literally develops over time yeah it's just like the pigment in their irises just like developing and setting in mm-hmm. that's crazy the what miracle the of life hey you know what we um <laughs> You know what we did again, Alyssa? I know what we did. We missed our new segment that we tried we missed to bring it. in. So um, we're going to do two in a row. Two in a row. Are we going to do, do two in a row or do we just want to combine it all into how do you keep it together? <laughs> I mean, I think for this one we should combine. We'll we'll, we'll combine them. Next episode, we'll, 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 get, we'll get our shit together. Um, uh, we, we apologize, Nikki. <laughs> we, we did start a new segment um, on the show called What's Your Struggle? It's supposed to be the first thing we ask somebody and the first thing we go into an episode with, but we were just too excited. <laughs> just completely <laughs> skipped over it. Um, so we're going to go on to our 
other new segment we've brought into season two. Okay. Um, and that is talking about how do you keep it together? So Nikki, we'll throw the question to you. How do you keep it together? Um, self-care is literally everything. And self-care is like exactly what you make it out to be. Yep. Like, and I'd like, I'll be super real with you guys. Like I, I've been, um, struggling with a little bit of postpartum depression. A lot of women get oh, it. No, and I'm it, so sorry. It's, it's like, it's a thing that, that, everyone goes through because your hormones they're at their highest highs and then suddenly they're at their lowest lows after you give birth they literally plummet to like next to nothing yeah and like it's just it's a reaction that a lot of women get but um something that has been like helping me get through it is just like finding little things um that make you happy like you literally have to smile during the day like you have to Mm -hmm. laugh to produce um like dopamine in your body so like Um, like last night was the epitome of self-care for me. I had had the baby all day. He was like kind of grumpy, kind of fussy. I needed to edit. I'm a photographer. So Mm -hmm. I, um, like I had two sessions last weekend that I needed to finish editing. Um, and he just did not want to be put down all day. So I was literally on my computer editing with him on my lap. I was just like frustrated. I was grumpy. Stefan came home from work and I was like, here, take the baby. And he brought home pizza and wings. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat this upstairs. So I had my pizza and wings in the bathtub. I knew you were going to say a bathtub because that's what you deserve. Yes, honey. It was amazing. That is some true self-care. Definitely just like finding things that make you happy. Like whatever it is, do it. Man, that's what it's about, right? Self-care is so important, and I'm so glad you brought that up because I feel like we neglect it so much, and we only do it when we hit those, like, breaking points, but we need, we should be doing it in between all of the breaking points, too. Yeah, you don't realize that you're, like, not doing stuff that's making you happy until you're so unhappy that mm-hmm. it's unbearable. Well, that's – it's 100% true, and it's an interesting point because that's where we kind of got with the show – where we were getting so frustrated with the content we were putting out that we were like, we need to take a break and have some serious self care to come back better than ever yeah. and come back refreshed feeling like we were new and feeling like that we could do this again. And yeah. it's, it's just interesting because we should be always taking care of ourselves first. And we often forget to put ourselves first and we always want to put someone else first. Well, it's hard when you're a mother because like yeah. all you want to do is put your child first and that's, all you think about and that's it's an instinct like that's mm-hmm. all you do that's all you care about yeah like Stefan will come home and he'll he'll you know he'll bring dinner or we'll have dinner and yeah. um, he'll say okay um do you want me to take him so you can eat and I'm like oh well it's time for him to eat so I guess I'll feed him first mm-hmm. and you know like you just it's an instinct to take care of them before you take care of yourself and you have to like yeah have that consciousness to like step back and say like oh you know mm-hmm. i i need to sit down and eat a meal with two hands for once instead of one <laughs> you're just as important as they are you know well if you if you can't take care of yourself properly then you can't take care of them exactly 100% that's so well spoken so then the other part of our little segment here <laughs> now now that we know how you keep it together what was one struggle you had this week? Mm-hmm. That I had this week? Um, 
definitely sleep. I need more sleep. You'll say <laughs> my sleep schedule was messed up in this the week. World will tell you that. Yep, it has been messed up, and uh, daylight savings time threw him off, and like everything. Oh, oh no. no, it threw me yeah. off today too. So you can tell him same that I feel his yeah. pain. <laughs> well, and he's been sick. He has like a virus. No, um, no, yeah. So he's just been a little under the weather. Poor little um, guy. So that's why. Oh my gosh, I am literally the germ police. Like you can look at my Facebook wall, and I'm all about it. Like never, ever, 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 ever kiss a baby that isn't yours. Oh my god, like, don't do it. Hundred percent true. It's so bad. <laughs> you know what else people should be doing? What vaccinating their children. This is also true. I'm just going to oh, put it yes. out there. That's, that's <laughs> not even up for debate. You vaccinate your fucking kids. Literally, you vaccinate them when as soon as they can get vaccinated. Yeah, and he's on like he's on a perfect schedule and everything and um amazing. Like they get the day they're born, they get their first hepatitis B vaccine. As they should because they honestly can't feel it at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean and like now when he gets his vaccinations like his two month appointment is next week and he's getting like seven vaccinations, but yeah. they've like science is amazing and they've been able to combine it. Um, like seven vaccinations. He's getting like, um, oh my gosh, everything. It's like tuberculosis, diphtheria, pertussis. Chicken um, I there. think he gets his first MMR. Um, he gets his hepatitis booster, like a bunch of things. He's getting a bunch Damn. of things, but it's all in, Two shots. Wow. That's, That's pretty it. good. That's really good. Two shots. And way. he actually gets an oral vaccination, which is basically like medicine. Like it's like a liquid that he swallows. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Science really has come a long way for that. Cause I know a lot of people used to talk about how vaccines would like be hurtful to children because they were needles. So the fact that they're doing that now, that's incredible. Yeah. And I mean, even getting the shot, it doesn't bother him. He cries for like two seconds. That's it. Right, and then it's done and over with. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's going to be his struggle this week. That is going to be his struggle. He's going to have his first struggle, and that's getting all of his vaccinations. Yeah. And, it like, it's important for people around them to get vaccinated, too, because, yes. like... So, like, everybody that spends time around him, like, I've been asking them if they have their flu shots, because he's too little to get a flu shot. Yeah. So, he has to rely on... It's called herd immunity. Like, he has to rely on that so that he doesn't get it. It's insane. Yep. And that's why vaccines are important. This is exhibit A. Exhibit A right here. Literally, protect my baby. It's flu season. Exactly. You say you're pro-life, so get vaccinated. Protect the children. Oh, yeah. That's what I said to all pro-life people now. Wow. Uh, Wow. Protect the children. Protect the children. Yep. Protect those kids. I'm all about vaccinations. My mom used to bring them home for me. Um... I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but she would. She would bring home our flu shots. <laughs> and, like, there was one. Oh, year- yeah, you you can. Like, they give it to you I at mean, Walgreens as, like, a prescription. A and then, like, yeah. you can go get it administered somewhere else if you, like, Well, my mom would administer it because she's a nurse. Yeah, yeah. administer to me and my brother. Too. Wait, hang on. All right, this is also very weird. So I, I was talking to Alyssa <laughs> about this last night, Nikki. But, you know, like, you're, you're like, one of my best friends. And Alyssa's one of my best friends. You both are figure skaters. And oh my god, oh my god and, yes. and your moms are nurses. <laughs> wow, this is amazing. We were talking about this the other this day. It's strange to me. <laughs> it's a very strange concept, but it's so interesting. <laughs> I do not know a lot of people that skated. Like I I don't I either. I literally had like one friend. <laughs> that I skated. only knew the people that I skated with. 
yeah, then that's it. And, like, you don't meet, like, regular people that are like, oh, yeah, I used to do figure skating. <laughs> There's, like, this common shared – I want to get the feeling right. Because um, it's almost like happiness but a little bit of resentment of, like, you know the pain that I've been through. You know my struggle. You know what it's like dealing with coaches, dealing with competition. Oh, yeah. Like, the stress before competition. How expensive it was. Yes. How it early we used to wake up. It is such an expensive sport. Like, it – I had to get, um, like custom fitted boots for competition yep. and like before the blades, they were $800. Like yeah. it was insane. Yo, I still have my custom skates. They were the last pair of skates I ever bought that molded to my feet and they are beautiful and amazing. And I love them. Mine broke last year. No, <laughs> oh, no. The heel came off. I was oh. so sad. I, I know took them that out. Pain. I went skating, um, last winter one time oh my god and uh, my heel winter. started peeling off <laughs> no i know that pain so well damn that's so yeah. bizarre to me though like i love meeting other figure skaters like especially ones that were like not from florida because we only ever had like indoor rinks we never had like outdoor rinks like true figure skaters i Did never ever skated skate on, on an outdoor rink yeah i i was indoor interesting cuz i know a ton of people who would do the outdoor rings as opposed to indoor during the winter because they would like it better no outdoor rings suck because they don't know the ice as often and it's all choppy and yeah and they don't sand them on. it's gross for your blades it tears them up it destroys it does them. it shreds your blades and like you you're not skating your best because you're not cutting into the ice right and it's all it's uneven because they just pour it mm -hmm. like it's not constantly maintained yep Yep, these are all of my two cents on this, every single one of them, <laughs> because I truly don't like outdoor rings, but I like them here in New York because they're cute. Um, and it's like, like that they're cute to like thing. go skating and take pictures and like go on a date and yeah, you know, watch people fall and <laughs> but not for what we do. You can't do an outdoor ring for that. You just can't. It's just so no. It's so unrealistic to jump and spin on those the way that we do. You need that ice right. I wouldn't dare jump on an outdoor rink, to be honest. Oh, hell no. I don't know what I'd be landing on. That's how I would break an ankle. Like, I yep. break my ankles doing stupid things. That would be one of those stupid things I would do. That's definitely mm -hmm. one of them. 110%. Yeah, yeah I totally it's, it's understand all of this. <laughs> Sabrina's like, I get all of these incidents. I get all of these problems. <laughs> That's Total Sabrina's tangent, struggle. That's Sabrina's struggle yeah. for this week, is that she doesn't understand figure skating. <laughs> Sabrina's well, been skating with me. Yeah, but my skating is shit. I don't think we've been skating together. No, we haven't. Wow, I would skate circles around you. Yeah, you would, because Nikki used to no. do that shit to me. It's so Nobody ever fun. wanted to go skating with me because I would just like no. do laps. My heart. I would do laps <laughs> around them too, though, because I'd be bored of like going so slow. I'd be like, let me just go and zip across. You know, that's what yeah. you would do. All right. Well, they don't, they don't, like people who don't skate, they don't like it when you, um, when you grab them and you start making them go faster. No, I know. And they would hate that. Or that's you would try scary. and like whip them. The whips were fun. Terrifying. Oh, yeah. Different definition of a whip it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> when you would form a line on the ice and then whip a kid. It's yeah. true. It's true. That's what people would do on like public skating sessions. All right. That's messed up. My friends and I used to play Crack the Whip. Yes. And Red exactly. Rover. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. All the time. All the damn time. 
It was um, dangerous. I I got cut before. <laughs> I know. I've fallen so many times and like would hit the boards doing that. And then they would yell yeah. at me and I would still continue yeah. doing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. What a great way to tangent off the end of today's episode. Uh, right? Motherhood and it. figure skating. Motherhood and figure skating. That's all that there is to it. Um, well, Nikki, thank you so much for coming on to today's episode. We really appreciate it and love getting to hear your journey of becoming a mom. You are a beautiful, strong uh, incredible woman and I truly could not do what you're doing and so there's nope. so many props to like you choosing to become a mom and bring another human into the world and he's beautiful thanks thanks for having me I feel I feel like it's so fun to like be able to talk to people who like are literally the same age as you but yeah. they're in a completely different walk of life and oh, it's like it's very different to see all the differences yeah. and like and that's what it's about is finding yeah. commonalities between those differences and finding that place of understanding well i feel like a lot of like too stereotypical well, a lot of millennials like they don't like a lot of millennials aren't having kids and buying houses mm-hmm. and doing yeah. the stuff that our parents did when they were our age yeah you know there's the I mean the rate of people having children is decreasing. People are getting dogs before they have babies now, or they just get only dogs or and don't have babies or cats or whatever else. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Babies, babies are expensive. Listen to how much they were planning before they even had their kid. Exactly. They had to make sure they had enough money for her. So I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, definitely. Well, what you're doing is is truly admirable and we can't wait to see your baby grow up into a wonderful human being. Yes, I'm excited. I post lots of pictures of him so you can watch him with me. Yes, yes. We will um, also link your photography business in our bio so everybody can check out the fabulous work that you do as well and give it some love because you are also a fabulous photographer. For anybody in the Columbus region, if you need photos done, please contact our girl. Well, thanks again, Nikki, for joining us on yes, today's episode. Thank you. Once again, thanks guys. Once again, guys, my name is Alyssa. I'm Sabrina. Thanks for keeping it together with us this week, and we'll see you back next week for episode 2.3. Bye.